You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust. So I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Walking Dead coverage from Fan Critical. Yay! Yet again, as I'm sure you've just noticed, it's just John and I. I know. Yeah. So, hello, John. Thank you for joining us three weeks in a row. Hello, Emma. Uh, for some reason, I'm not allowed to stop doing this podcast. Emma. Where are you, Len? Where? Lenny, come back to us. Uh, but we are back again, the uh, devilish duo, to talk about season nine, okay. episode twelve. Yep. Guardians. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm quite looking forward to this one. As as usual, we mm. will go through our overall thoughts, blueberry scores. There yes. might be a little advert break. Ooh. And then we'll go through the episode proper. And then after that, we'll talk through Comic Corner. But don't worry if you don't want that spoiled for you. Mm. There will be a spoiler warning. Yeah. Uh, if we remember to put it in. Um, so, John, I'm going to let you go first this week. After last week's bombshell of a five blueberry episode yes uh, what did you think about guardians it's not another five blueberry unfortunately no well we know that it's uh it's a one blueberry no it's not i'm only kidding i just right okay in the crux of things i didn't think i'd be giving any walking dead episode this season five blueberries at the beginning of the season Certainly not last season, Jesus. I can't believe we even came back to do this, but... Well, thank God we did. Yeah, I'm just a bit... This felt a bit boring at times, this episode, I've got to say. It wasn't as exciting as last week, I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, I I don't want to sound like a broken record, but uh, pacing for me is is a big issue. Last week's kind of the crescendo of that episode was pretty good. Um, I just think this was a bit... It just felt like nothing was really happening, and then there's something quite interesting at the end. But I don't know. It just it just fell a bit flat. Well, we've had problems with pacing in general with The Walking Dead, haven't we? That uh, you know the seasons are paced a bit oddly sometimes, but that seems to have got better. And actually, I think that season nine has been pretty consistent. I I mm. didn't have a problem with the pacing, <clears throat> um, but it's, okay. not, it's not my turn for my opinion. Yet, yes, is it? God. Remember? So I'm allowed to score it, or yeah, you're gonna, gonna score it. So not one bloob, not five bloob. 
Well, it only makes sense to give it free blueberries, I would say. Solid score. So for anybody who doesn't understand the blueberry score, it is on a scale of zero, the worst, to five, the best, and there can be no half. No half of a blueberry. So three is a nice middle ground average score. Yes. Okay. Um, I actually really, I quite enjoyed this episode. I really enjoy it. I quite enjoyed it. It mm. obviously wasn't quite as amazing as last week and actually in hindsight having re-watched the last episode I think I might have made a faux pas with my score well no but you can't change it now well, I was about to say but I can't change it mm. um so this might sound a bit strange but I'm gonna give this week's a four out of five <laughs> which does not mean that it's comparatively as good as last week's no but there was some stuff in here that I really liked I liked delving a bit more into the whisperers I, there was some brutal really gruesome shit going on which I really enjoyed yeah we got a lot of characters which we haven't seen for a while that I really like. So we yeah. got, you know, back to Alexandria and, mm. and lots of people there. Obviously, Rosita and her weird love square. Love square? Yeah. Rosita, Sadie, oh, sorry, yeah, Gaby yeah. and yeah. Eugene. Well, I'll tell you how that differs in the comics later yeah, on. Yeah, but not until Comic Corner. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, I mean, overall, I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Mm. We've not had... I don't think we've had a shit episode this half season. And um, the fact that we can say that, considering, you know, our hype man, Len, has not been here. Mm. And uh, what's the opposite of a hype man? Uh, a tripe man. The tripe man, John, has been here. Oh, hold on. Season. I didn't know it was going to be my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> tripe man. Oh, uh, that's annoying. Uh, well, that's it. You're stuck with it now. Yeah, okay. Everybody quit. Make it a hashtag on the internet. No, I, th- I don't think it was a bad episode. I th- There's some really good things in it, but there's also a lot yeah. of stuff here that um, I think com- will make Comic Corner very interesting this week. Okay. Because uh, I've got some questions. Oh, yeah. yeah well, That'd gonna... be good. Yeah, come to Comic Corner with your questions. Well, I normally I like to, but Len doesn't let me. Yeah, good. See, you know. Well, this is a new regime. New regime. There will be no Tripe people Man being... Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new podcast. Tune in. Yeah. Um. So we are going to go through our favourite and least favourite or less favourite bits of the episode <laughs> as usual. I prefer less favourite. Okay, favourite and less favourite. Uh, but before we do that, it's time for an advert. Ugh. <sighs> Uh, it is that time again, everyone. It is the advert break. Uh, so we are yeah. here to tell you a little bit more about what else is going on in the fan-critical universe. Uh, we've got some really exciting content that's being recorded and coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we've just finished editing the worst of Netflix. Yeah, right! Yeah, boys, this exciting. sucks! Uh, which John and Gareth, I believe, had a blast watching and recording together yeah whatever yeah something like that uh we were going to be doing our next stephen king retrospective on thursday of this week so it'll be released next week sometime that's the shawshank redemption Ooh. everybody loves that film but that lots of wicked film wicked man lots of lovely nuggets from the uh from the novella itself next week we'll be recording on captain marvel super Ooh, exciting yeah haven't had a superhero for a while have we no no and guess what else is coming up, John? Oh, go on. What else is coming up? Our Game of Thrones preview podcast is coming out <laughs> in advance of the new season release. Oh, my gosh. And we will have a new baby fan critical stream. Oh, oh right. Okay. I can't release the name yet, though. 
No. No. It's all secret. So if you want to keep up with everything that we're doing and find out what the name of our new Game of Thrones podcast is going to be, then you should be following us on social media. Mm. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it is at fancriticalpod. Instagram, fan underscore critical. We are fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com if you want to go a bit traditional and email us. Mm. Try to keep it brief. Yep. Uh, And you can find us on Facebook under fancritical. You'll see our little 8-bit characters. It'll be pretty obvious who we are. Uh, But for now, it's time to get back to The Walking Dead. (laughs) Easy peasy lemon squeezy. So, uh, into the episode proper. Yep. Um, I'm going to kick us off with something I want to talk about, Mm. which is something I said I was looking forward to at the end of last episode, The Adventures of Daryl, Connie and Dog. Yep. Uh, I really liked it. I thought they were a nice little team. I thought they they kind of worked quite well together. We did a funny little bit where... Daryl was trying to speak to Connie, but not looking at her and forgetting that she's deaf. Ugh, classic stuff. Classic Daryl. But, but actually, I thought they worked quite well. And, you know, Dog went around picking up some sticks and that, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, I'll, uh, right. <clears throat> You're not going to like this. I completely zoned out of them until the end of the episode. I, 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 can't, I can't remember anything that they did up until the end. Well, well I'm just being honest. and, and But this is what I mean in the... They weren't in it that much, to be fair. Yeah, uh, it's almost like an afterthought. And again, I mean, I said this before with the Negan episode. Just go all in with the Whisperers. Just stay there. There's like, enough interesting things there, and most of the interesting stuff in this episode is with them. Like every time it comes away from them, I was I was pretty bored. I have to say. Yeah, but I guess it's the same. At the same time, you have to follow up on things. You can't just kick something off and then leave it hanging. Why not? Be brave. Because we moan about shit like that. No, no, I don't think so. They weren't, I don't think they were overly featured and I think there was a point to the little bits that we got of them and actually I, I disagree with you. You're wrong, John. <laughs> um, and I won't accept your opinion. Yeah, fair enough. Um, well, obviously they're tracing, they're tracking Henry and um, there wasn't really a huge amount of communication because mm. let's face it, that's challenging for both of them and the other one's a dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the dog was following everything. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty smart dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Found Henry's giant stick. Yeah. Um, but let, well, let's talk about the whispers then, because that has got to be the like the best bit of this episode, right? Yeah. I mean, right. I have one complaint about the whispers. Oh, In, oh, no, but this is. Know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now. I uh, I've already said I, I like the direction that Samantha Morton is going in with her take on Alpha. Yeah. Good. We have also been introduced to Beta. Yes. Um, which is cool. He's a very cool comic book character, and we'll talk more about him later. So he made me, and I'm going to have to check this, but he made me think of um, Opie from Sons of Anarchy. Uh, I think he was in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Yeah, I think I know exactly who he is. I could tell by his beard. Yeah. Yeah. I have never seen Sons of Anarchy. Good. But that isn't important. No. Now, the, the one complaint I have about the whisperers so far is the inconsistency with whispering. It doesn't seem like they whisper that much. Like, when I when I read this in the comics, yeah. I kind of, like, I'd get that they'd be like, they'd be really quiet. They are called the whisperers after all. But they seem to just be talking slightly, I mean, they're not loud, but they're just talking at a normal thing so it's like what they're doing that is a very good point whisper 
yeah, not knowing them that much, obviously not knowing the the, the comic stuff apart from the name, mm. the Whisperers. Yeah, I kind of got the impression that they whispered when they were being all creepy and murdery, mm. but not all the time. So that's interesting. Yeah, but uh, seeing like finally getting to see their camp and the rest of them was pretty cool, right? Yep, yep, um, pretty spot on as well. Yeah, in terms of what what my expectations were of their camp. As someone that hasn't read the comic books, Emma, mm-hmm. did you expect them to have such a sizable community? I think I was expecting there to be a lot of them. I think I was sort of expecting them to have, like, a building. Because yep. like, we've never really <clears throat> met a group that... I and mean, we've never met anyone like the Whisperers, but we've never met a group that doesn't have, like, a, a stronghold. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I thought that was quite unusual, <clears throat> and I quite liked it. And I, I really enjoyed, you know, later on in the episode where you start seeing all of the, like the guards and the patrols with yep. the walkers. I thought that was fantastic. Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, but that's what makes the Whisperers great is that they are very, and when I say great, I'm not like, they're not the good guys. Um, they're not necessarily bad guys at this point, I have to say, but I I like the fact that they are just on the move, like some weird circus troupe or, I don't yeah, know, it's a bit like, like that, travellers or something. Yeah, okay, I get what you mean. They're kind of like a travelling community, aren't they? And they're very everything's very basic it's very simple animalistic yeah well it is Mm. and i i like it and i I think that was what i was expecting but i was still quite surprised when we got there Mm. but of course before we even get there henry fucking turns up doesn't he he does he does homicidal Um, horny henry uh, well (laughs) is failing at this well he's living up to his name well however i did have uh, a couple of doubts at some point as to whether he meant to get caught and it was a plan or whether he was just an idiot. And I think I've realised he's just an idiot. No, he's just an idiot. Yeah. Um, he gets punched in the face by Lydia. Yes, he does. One he of does. my favourite bits. Yeah, but why does she do that? To save herself from being killed by her mother. Oh, do you reckon it was to save herself? There's, where's the romanticism in you? No, I've got none. So you don't think she was trying to save him? Well, mate... Really? Maybe. All right, well, look, that's an interesting interpretation. I, I thought it was bang to right, so that's what she was doing. But, yeah, you know, uh, it, the cyn- it, the cynicism is spilling out from you, so... I'm now tripe, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if we are going to... Uh, I don't want to come away from them too much, but uh, I'm itching to talk about the, the shittest thing in this episode. Go on, hit us. Right. Hit I've had a shitty stick. <laughs> I've had complaints in the past um, of a certain character and his nonsense dialogue. I thought you meant that um, about me. <laughs> 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 That's good, yeah. Yeah. And I also have had complaints. Um, um, but <laughs> no, I'm only joking. I love it. Uh, Eugene. Now, his discussion with, uh, with Gaby when he walks in. And he puts the the files or whatever it is the 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 his, graph of happiness. His graph of yeah his, nonsense. That it was just shit, just shit. Like I hope that actor, what's his name again? You've met him, uh, Josh McDermott. Josh, Lo- lovely man. Josh McDermott. Yeah. Um, I hope he he looked at the script for that and went, "Oh come on, this is shit." And they've gone, look you're getting a silly amount of money to be a terrible character. Just keep your mouth shut. And he's like, okay. I just hated it. It was just, it was, it was a reminder of bad episodes of the past. So, 
yeah, less of that, please. Um, and the whole, and again, the, this is to be discussed in Comic Corner. It's a relatively big one this week. But what do you make of this? What did you make of the whole Rosita speaking to um, to Gaby and then to um, the Doctor, Sadiq? What do you make of all that? I just, I can't make the timelines work in my head. <laughs> and I don't understand why you'd be sleeping with Sadiq and then go, nah, actually, do you know what? Gaby. Why not? Just don't get it. I do. Personally, it's not my thing. Right, okay. Um, I mean, I kind of... I, why would you swap a doctor for a priest? Well, I got a weird impression about these conversations when, like, it was quite clear that Gaby knows that this is not his baby and it's Sadiq's. Mm. And it was it was almost a way of saying it can't be that I was wondering, have they actually had sex? <laughs> or is he is he still celibate? I mean, I know he got noshed off by Anne. I imagine the celibacy disappeared when he got a blowjob from the fucking... Jadis. Yeah, metal woman. Rubbish. Garbage woman. Trash. Yeah. Trash. Um, yeah, I'd imagine that died a but long was, time ago. there was a moment where I was like, is it not possible that it's Gaby's because they've never had sex? I, I think the whole thing is a bit... Probably, who cares? I feel like there was no... I know we've done a time jump, but I felt like there was no precedent for Rosita and Sadiq. Yeah. It just made no sense to me. Yes. Whereas you can kind of put... It still doesn't make any sense, but you can kind of get the whole Gaby thing because they live in the same community. They've been mm. together for quite a while. Yeah. They know each other. Sadiq, he's been here for all the five bloody minutes. Yeah, but not in the not in the time well, jump no, thing. no, but it's hard to believe it without yeah. kind of getting any background on it. So I'm going to ask you the yep. question then. Yes. So when... <laughs> When at the end, of, towards the end of the episode, Rosita and her three baby daddies, yeah, all like hanging out together and mm. all that. What what did you think of that? Yeah, just weird. Bit of shit, wasn't it? Really weird. And again, in comparison to the comics, it it doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense that they've they've messed it up a little bit. I think, and I I, I can't understand why. I feel like. They're going to have to deviate massively from the comics in terms of what the ending of that mm. storyline is for it to make sense. And part of me is... is uh, I'd be annoyed if it doesn't go the way that I think it should go. Okay. Let's uh, let's put a pin in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But while we're, on tease. The, while we're on the subject of children, <laughs> uh, we got a few other kids turned up in the episode, didn't we? We have baby Gracie, who's yep. not a baby anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. She was cute in her little cameo. Yeah. That's all I've got to say about that. Hello there. Uh, but Judith got yep. herself in trouble this week, didn't she? Yeah, she did, yeah. Mm. Um, right. We've had a go at her uh, acting ability before. You have. Um, well, I definitely have, yeah. Yeah, no, we all have at some points. Now, my complaint isn't necessarily about her acting ability, but this is a very 50-50 for me, because 50% of me is her talking back to Michonne doesn't feel believable like they're trying to make her character too adult really yeah for what she is she's a tiny little girl and all of her dialogue with these older characters is that she's like getting the best of them she's too quick for a child of that age she did also she has grown up in the zombie apocalypse well that's the other part of me so i didn't find that unbelievable does that at all. does that automatic well again a certain suspension of disbelief when it comes to a zombie apocalypse but yeah, true. i just i do have a problem with 
she's almost becoming like, uh, I'm not going to, right, there's a phrase that I could use, I'm not going to use it because I'm not going to become that guy. But it's almost like they're making her too powerful. She can't be this switched on as a kid mm. because Where's 10 years going? later, she's just going to wipe the floor with everyone. She's going to be too good. She's going to have no flaws. Doesn't make sense. I thought you meant flaws like... She's not, yeah, she's not going to like flaws. She just wipes the flaws away. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> she's going to become a cleaner. Yeah, need that. Yeah. Um, so uh, I do have a, an issue with that. What about... It works in a film, not necessarily in a TV series. Yeah, I, I kind of see your point. Um, but at the moment, I'm, I'm quite happy with it, I'll mm. be honest. What I liked about this was Michonne um, and her reaction to Judith. And, you know, obviously <clears throat> Michonne has been through so much. She's lost Rick and she obviously watched Negan batter half the fucking population with Lucille. <laughs> yeah, okay. So there's no way that she can ever believe that... Negan could redeem himself yep. at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all acceptable. Yeah, totally acceptable. And I, and I thought she played it really well. You know, yep. area Obviously, she's leaving, but she's fabulous. Yeah, absolutely fabulous. Mm. And um, I really believed her reaction to Judith going, "Yeah, but he's he's still a person." Yeah, yeah. I, and <clears throat> and it, which was utter disbelief from Michonne because of course she has no idea that, that Judith has spent the last what three years just hanging out with Negan. Yeah. So, but I would accept that more if it was like, look, he's my friend, rather than yeah. her response that he's a person. Like her <clears throat> her morality and societal placement of of characters and redemption and, and stuff like that, it's, it's too complicated for a child of this age. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I think it's a fair point. And I, um, <coughs> I, I do understand where you're coming from, but I did quite like it. Mm-hmm. Can we talk a bit more about Michonne? Because we've got quite a lot of her this episode. Yes. Was this a favourite or a less favourite part for you? What, Michonne? Mm. Um, she's an A-lister. So every time she appears in the show, she takes it up a notch. Again, much like um, Norman Reedus. Mm. Like, she is very good. Um, I just think that... Oh, actually, I'll, I'll flip this to you. Um, there was news of um, Dan Aguerrera leaving the show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which could could be true, could just be bullshit. Um, you never know with, uh, with The Walking Dead. Do you think, if she does leave, if she follows through on that, do you think they'll kill her off this season or at all? Or do you, think, or do you think they're going to pull a, a Rick? I don't think they, they can or should or will pull a Rick on Michonne. I, th- I think if she goes, she's dead. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, how how do you think she's going out? I don't know. <laughs> I've not really thought about it to be honest, because it makes me sad. Yeah, it's, it can't be like a and you know I'll, I'll hark back to Len a bit here. Mm. It can't be like a Carl. Like there's no way she could just accidentally get bitten by one zombie that's eating a fucking horse or something stupid. I, yeah, I mean, look, I know Len is fuming about that, and for certain storyline purposes now, I mean, yeah. I'd much prefer to have Carl than Henry knocking about. Having said that, having said that. I liked that they killed him off. It was a brave move. Very brave move. And it was one of the first things, I think, that shocked us as an audience. <clears throat> well, not me, because I called it the week before, so... Well, yeah. Just um, I mean, us is like a kind of general but, viewership. Yeah, but... Us and our four listeners. <laughs> um, but but it was the f- one of the first things that kind of shocked us for a while. But I think with Michonne, she's got to go out with a bang, man. Oh, yeah. That'd be a weird episode. <laughs> um, filth yeah does she have to go out with a bang though 
Or could she just disappear like fucking... Rick? No, not Rick. <laughs> he went. He, he literally went out with a bang. He's fucking... The bridge exploded. Oh, he's dead. Five minutes later, oh, he's fine. Um, no. Uh, what's her face? Uh, the hilltop. Oh, Maggie. Maggie, sorry, yeah. Um, no, but again, they Could can't, just disappear like that. They can't have people just disappearing. It's not, Why? It's not how life works. It's exactly how life works. Well, we might have to uh, leave that for future episodes to ponder, but we're thinking about yes. how we might see the uh, the back of Michonne. <laughs> oh. There's a couple of other things that I really want to talk about. I want to talk about my favourite bit of the episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we have a scene where Alpha's leadership is challenged. Oh, yeah. And um, and there is just fucking brilliant. Good, very good. Absolutely brilliant. Samantha Morton. I read a great article today actually, where she was saying it's basically like I've t- I've taken on a child and I can't I can't ruin its life because I've taken like the baby on from Rick Grimes, right? Which is a bit ironic considering the baby thing last week. Um, but I I think she's doing an amazing job. And then so she gets challenged. Yep. And obviously this has happened before. She's a bit shaken by it afterwards. Just fucking decapitates this woman. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, that was great. I cheered and then went, oh, at my screen. Yep. In a a slightly sort of 50% amazing, 50% I might be sick in my mouth Mm, moment. She, um, as I've said before, uh, this this should have centred around just their little community, learning more about why they are what they are. Yeah. Yeah. that scene could have played out for a little bit longer than just there's a little bit of conflict and then she just squashes it like it's nothing. Like It would have been better to hang that over the entire episode and then it ends like that, personally. Um, okay, interesting. But because it, cause it would have felt better. Um, having said that, it looked great and that is exactly what Alpha would have done in the comics. Mm. So she's like... <clears throat> she's scary, she's threatening when threatened. So my complaint in previous episodes, even though I've already said I, I do like her take on the character, is that in the comics it does feel like she's responsive. She's reactive rather than proactive. Yep. Whereas in this it, it it's the opposite. But that was good, I liked it, it looked great. I don't know if it felt possible to... <laughs> slice someone's head off like that but I think you can <laughs> well you would say that yeah, you're more experienced in um, murder. I guess the area of yeah serial killers and stuff so it is my um, university challenge special subject there you go yeah there you go uh, I think it is possible fully possible with a bit of cheese wire to cut someone's head off <laughs> so well, you make a good point about if the whole episode had been about the whisperers and the camp and learning about their background I think we would have got more on some of the stuff that I quite enjoy yeah because we don't know a lot about <clears throat> you know, where they came from, why they built this community. Yeah. One of the things that does happen is after the challenge to her leadership, Alpha is talking with Beta. Yep. uh, About how, essentially how you beat people into submission. Yeah. But she tells a story about Lydia suffocating in a cupboard as a kid. Do you remember Mm. this bit? Sort of. Basically, she says, I found her in the wardrobe and she was like all tied up in plastic bags and suffocating because mm. it was all getting in her mouth. So I watched her until her lips went blue and then I pulled it out and, mm. um, you know, she came back to breathing normally and didn't die. And then Grim. I punched her. <laughs> basically what she said. Yeah. Which, in hindsight, me saying that I really like this sounds awful. I don't like what she did. Yeah. But I like the, you're really starting to get a feel for who Alpha was before yeah. she became Alpha. Do you think it happened? 
Well, I don't know. I think it did. Why? Because it would explain a lot of the way that Lydia and Alpha are together. But you've seen what sort of mm. mum she was in that flashback thing. But was she? Wow, there Because we saw two, you go. two yeah, very but... conflicting flashbacks, didn't we? Yeah, but was it? <laughs> oh my God. Is yeah, this like, that's what I'm saying. Is this like when Judith shooting Negan was a dream? I uh, Blew my mind, that. Well, I still think that is, but you know, we'll leave that up to you know the listeners and the viewers. That we will. Part of me now thinks it wasn't a dream, and if I was on that podcast, I'd have given it a one blueberry. But anyway. We've got one one more, I think, very important thing to talk about. Yes. Which is the re-emergence of the fair. Yep. Um, and Alexandria going. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's good. After um, some rigmarole. Well, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you for now, if I was Aaron um, and I went through the whole thing of backing Michonne in front of everyone and then <laughs> she comes around the next day and went look I just want to tell you first you know you backed me up the other day yeah we're fucking not doing any of that <laughs> I'd be absolutely <laughs> raging I was raging yeah because also I was like you are an idiot Michonne this is gonna end in tears blood blood, blood tears bloody tears blood tears dead people yeah I mean why do you think she changed her mind then Judith yeah, but again. that's what we're supposed to think, right? Yeah, we, uh, you know, the fair is definitely coming up pretty soon. Um, and well, from, from I, what I've heard it's going to be explosive. Well, yeah. So I don't want to know when it's going to happen. So which is why this season I've avoided watching all of the trailers yeah, for the same. next episode. Although it will ruin the surprise if it's like the Walking Dead episode entitled "The Fair." Um, <laughs> So I'm very, very excited for that episode and I suspect the whole episode will be at the fair. Yes, and I'm interested to see who they send in their cohort to the fair. Mm, yeah. Um, that's capitalisation, the fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And whether Fair enough. any of the, the Alexandrian council go, which obviously gives us the risk of losing some major characters. Yeah, okay. Or not. What? Are you... You're going so negative. So, what you think we're going to lose characters at the fair, do you? Yeah. Who are we going to lose then? Oh, you're going to make me predict it. Yeah. Um, I have a horrible feeling that we might lose Ezekiel. Right. Or Jerry. <laughs> okay. Jerry's important to me. All right. Yeah. So, just just them. Anyone else? Uh, maybe all of Hilltop. Okay, if I told you ten main characters die at the fair... Mother fuck, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jesus. It's nine suffered. characters. Nine? Um, no, so... <laughs> um, but no, I'm, I'm interested that, that you think that it's going to be death. That might not necessarily make the fair an interesting event. But, you know, it's know. coming Any, soon. Anytime something big happens, people die. Not always. Anyway... Well, so anything else that you want to raise, John, about the the episode proper? No, uh, um, and again, even though I I said it's a slow episode, it does have moments that I enjoyed. Hence the the free bloob. That would have been a really good score in the last season. Yeah. So top score from you. It just so happens that it followed a five bloob last week, which was just ridiculous to be honest. But no, I think we should crack on with. The Comic Corner. Well, just before we do, here is a spoiler warning for any of you that do not want the comics 
spoiled uh you can yeah totally you can switch off now and either come back in five-ish minutes or something like that uh or, or <laughs> just well don't just bother come back next week yep. uh, but for now i'll hand the reins over to tripe man for comic corner <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, um, it's me again and it's Comic Corner again and I know last week I said there's no way I'm doing this again <laughs> um, but yet again Len has gone AWOL um, but I can categorically tell you now this is the last Comic Corner I am doing. So, Comic Corner is over after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so do you know what, there's so much content in this episode I'm going to let you pick specific scenarios in this episode and i'll tell you whether or not it happened in the comics or not and if it did what was different about it okay um the first one that i really want to know about is henry catching up with the whisperers to be with lydia but obviously it's carl in the comics does that happen in the storyline go yes it does so in the comics um so it pretty much happens in the exact same way so carl is tracking them uh, he gets captured. Um, it's not Beta that catches him. In fact, um, Beta isn't introduced um, oh. to any of them at this stage. He gets involved much later Interesting. and bumps into someone else oh. that we haven't seen yet. Okay. Um, with the Whisperers, I mean. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it pretty much goes the exact same way, although Lydia does not punch Carl in the face oh yeah so there you go maybe that was just a bit of audience gratification because we'll find Henry so annoying potentially potentially I'll stay with the whispers for now okay um just because I want to kind of get a feel for the camp so as I mentioned earlier uh, it's very similar um in terms of a setup obviously in the episode we get beta skinning a walker uh for Lydia that, again, doesn't happen in the comics, or it does, but it's not beta because, as I've already said, he's not at this set piece yet. Um, okay. They do skin a fresh walker for Lydia. Um, the difference here is that Carl sits down with Alpha um, and basically talks about how they survived. Oh, really? Um, That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I guess in, in a comparison to there's there's a different way. I think he's trying to do the... Um, the Grimes thing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and Alpha has none of it, basically. She doesn't give a shit. She has her way, though. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not with, not with him. That's not a spoiler for... Fucking hell. Could be. Okay, so if we're sticking with Whispers for a bit, do, yep. do we see a leadership challenge? We do. We do. Um, so, well, kind of. So there is a Whisperer. Um, that catches Alpha in a particularly weak moment. And based on that, he's like, oh, you're weak, you're a shit leader. The word for word, he says that. <clears throat> he doesn't. And when you're reading the comics, you're like, oh, man, what's going on here? Um, and she basically cuts his throat. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's brutal. And actually, comic book-wise, uh, it looks pretty good as well. It's basically supposed to be a uh, 
whatever you think about Alpha, you just don't fuck with her. Um, and obviously the show, I, I, I think the show do that in a slightly better way. Well, I was going to ask you what you thought about the, that that scene in the show compared to in the comic. Yeah, fucking terrifying. Yeah, completely. Mm. Um, which is interesting. Whilst we're still with the Whisperers, um, so we didn't really mention it before, but obviously Daryl rescues mm. um, homicidal horny Henry and Lydia. <coughs> now, obviously, this <clears throat> can't happen like this in the comics because why? Daryl doesn't exist. Daryl doesn't exist. Homicidal horny Henry is Carl. Yes, okay. But who does exist in the comics and who is the best character in the show? Dog. No. You know, don't, come on now. Rick Grimes. Yes. So it's uh, it's Rick um, that Ricky. tracks down Carl. So he it, it plays out in a similar way. Uh, he goes, come on, let's go. Uh, and Carl's like, no, I'm not going without Lydia. I like her. And Rick's like, oh, for fuck's sakes. So Rick then ends up leaving with Carl and Lydia. Um, so again, oh. yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, we didn't really talk about that much, did we? But um, I-, I thought that was really well done at the end. Yeah. And nice that it's pretty faithful. Yeah. To yeah. an extent. There is a... This has been pointed out, actually. I, I completely missed this at the time. Um, but... And I can't talk too much about it because it would be very spoilery, even in Comic Corner. Mm-hmm. But um, the infiltrating that group with a Whisperer mask does happen. Interesting. But it's a character that has not appeared this season, um, but is currently... Is it Morgan? In... No. Oh. Well, now you have spoiled it because now there's only other one character that's crossed over to Fear the Walking Dead. So... If you must know, it's Dwight that does it. Oh. Yeah. So there you go. Well, I suppose they're sort of crossing their nice little lines, aren't they? Which is pleasant. Yes. Uh, okay, so I want to know about Rosita's baby and how that plays out in the comics because you alluded earlier to something that we then put a pin in about there being <clears> some <throat> differences. Yeah. Tell me. <clears throat> right, so in short, um, Eugene and Rosita are a couple and when Eugene finds out I'm pretty sure he thinks the baby's his, and then he finds Aww. out that it's actually um, Sadiq's. Poor Eugene. Um, Gabe's got nothing to do with it, obviously. Yeah, celibate. Um, so, yeah, that's why it's a love triangle rather than this bizarre fucking square that they've decided to go with. Um, Maybe we should call it a love diamond. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's better. Yeah. It's still got four corners, but prettier. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, Again, it doesn't make much sense for me why the show have decided that it needs an additional person involved in this, um, I don't know, shambles of a relationship, but mm. who knows? Maybe they've got other plans for plans for I Eugene. Sus- I, yeah, I suspect that is the case, um, but there you go. There is one more thing to talk about. Yeah. So Negan obviously makes an appearance in the show. Yeah, and we didn't really talk about it much, but well, uh, we love Jeffrey Dean Morgan, but it was there for about 30 seconds. Yeah, again, like it was very, very short. That conversation happens in a slightly different way, and it's actually Rick. So Rick and um, Negan have the talk, and Negan's like, look, I could have left. I could have left this cage, because he doesn't go on a random walkabout like he does in the show. The, the cage is open, <laughs> and he stays. And yeah, says, we talked oh, about this last yeah. week, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So he, he's like, I could have gone, 
but I didn't. I could have gone out there and smashed the shit out of everyone. He's like really like graphic and. Um, but I mean, he is right. Yeah, so he's like you know a little bit of trust, and Rick's like no, and just locks the cage and walks off. So yeah, so it does happen, and there are still very interesting things to happen with Negan's character that if they if they cut out of this season would be a travesty. So I've got one more thing to ask, which yep. is about the fair. So obviously in in the show and in this episode, Alexandria not part of the fair and then Michonne changes her mind and they become, you know, that they're going to attend the fair. Does that happen in the comic? Are they always a part of it? Were they? Is there a point where Alexandria are like, no, I'm not <clears throat> coming to the fair? Uh, yes, there's conflict. But <clears throat> um, I don't want to say too much okay. about the fair. That kind of, I know you don't want to talk about the fair, but that yes uh, answers my question perfectly. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, John. Cool. And that is it for Comic Corner. And that is definitely the last one I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not doing next week's. R.I.P. Comic Corner. Yeah. Thank you, John, for your last ever comic corner definitely last one again so that's definitely yeah. not happening very interesting week this week lots of things to talk about and i, I quite like the q a setup i'll tell you what pisses me off though <laughs> no because what pisses me off is len's gonna do the comic corner for the fair and that is gonna be excellent um, maybe i'll do it no you're definitely not doing it you haven't even read the comics so it doesn't make sense oh you know if len never comes back and you refuse to do it i might have to yeah, that is true. There you go, disaster. Solo pod. Tune in for that, guys. Sod. Hey, it's Emma. Um, but that, I think, is us for today for episode 12. We've uh, still got some pretty good scores, and hopefully next week, uh, Len will hopefully be back next week, and John might take a little break. Yes. Definitely taking a little break. And if, if Len doesn't <laughs> come back, it's just going to be me. So yep. look forward to that, guys. It'll be a riot. Do, An absolute do, do, riot. Do, 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 do. But thank you for tuning in again to listen to us ramble on about our thoughts of The Walking Dead. We will be back next week in some form or another and for the rest of the season. That'll be it from us tonight. Uh, Do tune in again next week. Follow us on all the social media. If you've got any other comments about stuff that we've talked about, do pop us an email uh, or let us know on social media if there's anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't or any thoughts about what we've said about this episode. And we'll be back next week. So it's goodnight from me. See you later. And goodnight from John. See you later. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.